0: Nope, totally women have
1: the power to transform this world we can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing share let's share our wisdom share our time share our talent share our finances but most of all let's share our love this is the female solution In Poland, Dzień dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen was In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadev. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all.
2: What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-care cell from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and your cells feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, Grand Rising everybody, this is Jody Susan, Reverend Jody Susan Calhoun, and today we are talking about manifestation of a divine relationship, which is a perfect topic for me because that's what I'm doing. So... Um, We have Dr. Steven Spencer, and he's going to share how to create an everlasting bond. And he explains how you don't get what you want, you get what you are, which I have a lot of questions about that. Um, So a little bit about Dr. Spencer. He's one of the only holistic naturopathic physicians um, in the area. So he practices out of Deerfield, Illinois, and Deerfield Beach, Florida. Um, who focuses on the person spiritually, emotionally, structurally, and biochemically. And his aim is restoring optimal balance and health through means of improving structure, diet, sleep, hormones, digestion, detoxification, emotional health, and exercise performance. Um, he is so much more than that. Um, and I uh, look forward to bringing him on now. And uh, here we go. Well, grand rising, Dr. Hi. Stevens.
3: Thanks for having me on the show again, Jody.
2: Yeah, thank you for being here.
3: That was a great introduction.
2: Oh, well, I think you wrote it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know,
2: I'm so excited when I have great people on the show, and I feel like I know them, Someone else should know them, and I forget to tell people who they are. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe we could do that. <laughs>
3: It's a little dark. It's a little dark in here today, but that's okay. We got we got red. We got red light going.
2: Red light is awesome. It's healing.
3: Right, right. You get, the, the blue light's horrible for us. So actually, those when you go to the nail salon, you know those things that women put their hands in to dry their nails. The, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, UV light. Yeah. It kills off the blood vessels. I know. Uh, yeah.
2: That's why I'm wearing this. This. So last night, uh, this is my bubble, and the bubble. Um, it puts, a, uh, like, a, a bubble around me um, of pulse electromagnetic frequencies, and it helps with the heart rate variability. And I don't have that all studied up on the HRV, um, yet I have the, the documents, but I also just know how I feel. And well, so when they
3: that, that'll, that'll do, help, help with EMS, right? But, what, what, I mean, what about the light spectrum? I don't think it does anything with that because that's dealing with the optics. No, nope, it yeah,
2: well. does not deal with the light spectrum. But I mean, I'm, but I think it does help with like the, the toxicity from our, from our lights, from our overhead lights. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've, never, I've never looked into that, but I don't, I don't, I don't, don't uh, different wavelengths of energy. I don't know. Right. So one is oscillation and one is, one is oscillation and one is light is, I can't remember which one it is, but light is oscillation. Or is sound is I think sound is oscillation. I can't remember the difference between light and, and sound. there's there are two differences between them, but they're different energy energy systems mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, we were, you want we we're gonna help people manifest in the sacred union today, right?
2: Yeah, because God knows mine is failing. so let's let's do it. I woke up this morning and my husband told me how I felt was all in my head. and I said, thank you. Get out.
0: <laughs> He's right. Well, I mean,
2: yes and no. So typically I would say that is correct. However, what happened was I went to bed and I woke up every hour for the first two hours. And I realized I wasn't wearing the bubble. And Spirit said, go get your bubble on. So I put the bubble on and I slept right through. And he's telling me that's all in my head. So I don't know. I don't think Uh, so.
3: He's saying saying the bubble things in your head?
2: Yeah, he says that... um, that's yourself. He says that how I felt with the bubble on is all in my head.
3: All right. So EMS themselves would raise peroxynitrate, and they do that because electromagnetic frequencies are deal with voltage gated calc- or voltage gated calcium channels we have in the skin that re- that that basically release calcium and inversely cause high peroxynitrate. But not only does it release calcium, you're also releasing iron with it. So you're releasing calcium causing hyperoxic nitrate, but you're also releasing iron, which oxidizes. And when iron oxidizes, it's basically causing your body to rust, affecting our hormones, increasing serotonin, and making people moody and crazy. So anyway, yes, EMS do make a difference um, in our mood, in our hormone production. They affect our digestion. Uh, our immune system, absolutely.
2: Does it make, does it, so So do you, do you feel differently when those things are happening?
3: I personally don't, depends on your level of health.
2: Well, right? I mean, does a person. On your who's and there's a
3: lot of factors, how much stress can your body handle? The higher emotional state we're in, the higher structural, better structural state we're in, the more, what better food you put in your body, the more EMS stress that you can handle.
2: Okay, I and mean, my, but the average person which is not you right how do does it impact them emotionally does, or does it or does it impact their sleep
3: some people yes and some people no. It depends on the individual. Like it depends on how healthy you are. Like I don't ah, even know.
2: So do you kinda of have to know yourself in order to know whether or not everybody,
3: everybody's health is on a spectrum, right? So it depends on where you're actually at. Somebody who like I think I told you before, people who have thyroid problems generally generally would be more sensitive to EMF because their hormones are already dysregulated and now they're releasing more iron causing the effect to be amplified from that from that field of energy than EMS. Yeah. 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 So it depends on where, where your health is at. Well, you know,
2: my, my point is that...
3: More obesity, more chronic illness, more poor posture, right? You can't handle as much EMF. It's going to crash you down, the, down even further.
2: Well, and you know that I just came out of a situation yeah. with 15 smart meters, but that's not the point. The point is, I think we have to honor the fact that people know how they feel. And yeah. you can't tell them they don't know how they feel. And it's all in their head.
3: So the, the way I is. approach this is is the first step is acknowledging how people feel, even if it's not a valid feeling, right? Right. So you have to acknowledge it because it's real to them, whether it's actual physically real or not. In the, it's what's what's actually present, mm-hmm. right? That people have their own reality. So this is their reality. And even if it's cr- as crazy as it may be or as as unrealistic as it may be, that's their reality. So just honor it, acknowledge it, and that's the first step to getting someone to actually calm down so that you can get them present and get them out of the reactive mind and actually communicate with them to make a shift.
2: Exactly. Because you you can't find someone someone right. You cannot If you cannot find someone right, they're not going to hear anything you're going to say.
0: Yeah.
2: Bottom line. Yeah. And I live with someone who spends his day finding when he first meets anybody, he finds them wrong. He can't find people right.
3: And here's the other way that this can be handled, right? He he might be pointing things out and you're triggered by it, but stop and think. Stop and think for a second instead of being triggered, being reactionary. So actually acknowledge what he said. It goes both ways. And this is how we're manifesting a sacred relationship. It goes both ways.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm so grateful that I can be your case study this morning. I've never woken up out of bed and have my husband tell me that what head. I was I'm feeling head. was all in my head. And I'm like, really? Get out.
3: So, so the first step is Andrew says, what, what did Andrew say?
2: He said all in your that head. he says, maybe you're just making it all up.
3: Maybe you're just making it all up. Great. So how did that, So the first step is acknowledging what he said, and how does that make you feel?
2: Well, so um, it made me feel like I was, and I know why I was triggered, um, it made me feel like I was back in 1997 when I tore my ro- right rotator cuff, and the physical therapist said, the pain is all in your head, you should go see a psychiatrist, read between the lines.
3: <laughs> well, that's because your program is Nobody Loves Me and Nobody Pays Attention to Me, Nobody Listens to Me.
2: No one listens to me, for sure. Yes. That's and a so program.
3: That I know a, that. A, it creates a broken heart, and now it affects the rotator cuff. And the muscles in the rotator cuff don't work, and you have shoulder problems. So the immune is expressing to you. So it, it, it's an opportunity for you. So the two, like, this is where relationships go. The two people play off of each other to trigger each other to create an evolution.
0: The that,
3: Yes, that's it. And if right. two people can actually understand that and realize that and work through that, then all of a sudden you have this divine relationship, and you don't. And, and not to say that you want to be triggered. You have goals. You have things you want to work on. But the bottom line is, you, most relationships fail because they don't want to deal with their shit, and they point the finger at the other person. Thank you. But the, the number one thing is, as soon as there's lack of integrity and somebody is abusive, lying, cheating, it's done. Right. Right. That's the that's the only drawback. If someone takes it to that next level where it's physically not honoring the other, arguing whatever, solving problems, fine. But if it goes beyond that and it goes outside the relationship or or there's physical abuse, done, out, you're you're out. There's no, there's no, no, it's done, squash, pray for them, let them go. So, you know, don't hate them. Don't be resentful that that you you served out the common contract. It's time to go on because they have their way of doing things and you don't want to participate in that energy. Cut the cord and move. Yeah, but so anyway, the whole thing is is we want this. Everybody wants money, love, and health, right? Those are the three things everybody wants. And so the, the number one thing is love. Everything's built around that. You can't have, have finances around if you don't have that. You can't have health. Everything bases around that and how we open our hearts. Basically, you have to, the one thing you have to have is you have to have. How do I want to say this? The best way to say this would be um, it's, it's, you have to have faith. You have to have reckless faith. In other words, reckless faith, opening the heart, being vulnerable, right?
2: That- well, I, I'm with you 150%. So oh. the, the issue I find in our relationship is that he re, like, he, um, he, he's scared of uh, being in B mode. It has to be in go mode. And so we'll go out, like we lost our electricity yesterday because some person didn't put the brakes on their truck, and our house is on an incline. So And it had, within the truck, they had a tractor. And so I'm on the phone sitting right where I'm sitting, and watching this truck go backwards, and then boom, the lights go out. So there's kind of like an emergency, just saying, you know, because, you know, we've got live wires, we've got gas going all over the place, just saying. Um, And now I forget where I was going with that. But the point is that, you know, I looked at it as an opportunity to get to know my neighbors because we just moved here and I'm like, oh, great opportunity to get to know my neighbors. And I think that some people find it very difficult to be present and just be with people if they don't have something to say, like they then have to exit, like they have to be in go mode, but they can't be in present be mode
3: yeah i I agree but that's what, that's that's none of your business that's none of our business. I mean people have their issues and what they're dealing with and that's just because they lack the ability to connect you know what I mean they just can't connect with others they have damage they they have insecurities within them, they have past beliefs um Thought viruses that have been instilled because of trauma, and don't take any offense by it. who cares It's just what they, where they're at and, and when they're ready to let it go and change their life they decide to
2: got it'
3: it's, it's It's none of our business what other people are doing right so um the best way to put this is don't mind other business- don't mind other people that are mind uh, your mind, business
2: mind over matter don't yeah mind people yeah don't mind your, your business. Let, let them do what they want yeah. to do. Let them show mind up where mind they want over to show matter. up. Don't
3: mind people who don't matter.
2: Right. Mind don't people know. who don't matter?
3: Mind over matter. Don't mind people that don't matter. Don't in other matter. words, is it really affecting you? You know what I mean? Be kind, help people, but it doesn't really, at the end of the day, is it really affecting your life and everything around you? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I'm not if, saying if, that people don't matter, but I'm saying don't, it doesn't affect your life. It doesn't make any difference. People are on their own path.
2: So let me ask you this. So if, if you're in a relationship... And that person, you are everything to that person, meaning they mm-hmm. refuse to go out and make other friends, yeah, is that a lot of pressure on that on on the other person who's having to field all of that?
3: Not necessarily Just depends on the dynamic, dynamic of the relationship, but I mean um if they are very over demanding on attention, it's and it, it doesn't allow you to get your work done because of their neediness. That's, a, that's one thing. But if they don't want to socialize or be with other people, I mean, obviously there's a reason why because we all, everyone craves connection and it's actually part of having a business and connecting, you know, to grow it. But is it really a problem? I don't know. It depends on the damage of the relationship.
2: Well I think that if a person has
3: You can't push issues, the other person you can't push you can't push someone else to be the thing that you want to be. They have to do it on their own time. So you either accept the person for who they are or you separate.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. But what I'm saying is like and here, I made the mistake, okay? So it was back in two thousand I was best friends with a girl and um since I was like twenty one until I was fifty. She was my best friend, and she was my sounding board. So everything that was my issue went to her to the point, and this is my fault, my mistake, my lesson, and to the point where um she couldn't handle it anymore. It was too much like she had she, like you's like, Jody, you gotta find someone else to share with, like get a therapist, you know, get a friend, get someone else to share this stuff with. Because you can't put all of this on me. So I think that when people don't have other resources to bounce their ideas off, it can be a lot of pressure on the mate or the best friend or whoever it is.
3: can be. It depends. I mean, look, if you're, if you're choosing to have a divine relationship, the two of you have committed to each other 100% because there is no being unsure. There is no in and out. You either sit down and say this is it or you get out right? Unsure, being unsure about something means it makes, it means that you're not getting a clear signal to the universe. It's going to create conflict and you're going to make the other person unsure about being safe in the relationship. So you either shit or get off the pot one or the other. It's, it, it, and that's, that's why I said the other day, it's either a fuck yes or hell a fuck. No, there's no in between. There's zero in between It's I'm sitting here and I'm going to stand in the fire with you and we're going to heal this, and we're going to communicate and get through this. Now, either that person's capable of it, and they're willing to do the same and honor each other, or you're not. So there's no wishy-washy and saying there's a way out of this, because basically you are sitting, there's no divorce, there's no separation. The two of you sat down, made a commitment under God to settle disputes between the two of you and arrange that and focus on the other's ascension. Otherwise, get out. There's no point in doing this.
2: Right, because when... You so you're talking
3: about the other person being needy, right? It's driving you crazy. Great. Let's sit down and find out why you're needy.
2: It assumes, Dr. Stephen, that the person is willing to look at who they are and why they do what they do.
3: Right. But if the, if, but if if two people can't communicate and do that, why are you in the relationship in the first place? Thank you. That it won't go anywhere. It won't be a divine relationship. Right. right? right. So, so you just have to sit down right now and say, I'm in this 100%. We're both going to work on it. It doesn't mean you're right or wrong. It means we're going to get to the bottom of why this is going on. You know, unfortunately, I'm in a position where I understand the subconscious mind very well. So I understand exactly what's going on with every single person. Same here. And it triggers a lot of people. It, it triggers a lot of people and it makes them uncomfortable. So.
0: Well, I mean, same
2: here. Practice. I totally know why I do what I do because I can even access my subconscious mind even when I yeah. get triggered, yeah. and I access his, and that triggers him, and he goes, "Well, you think you're God?" And I'm like, "No, I just access consciousness." You know.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. So I'm like, okay, thank you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so there's. Yes, I am. Yes, I am God. I made it as His image. I, I can create just as in Him. Thank you.
2: Right.
3: Yeah. So you know, anyway, uh so the bottom line is is maturity is working through the trauma and not using it as a never ending excuse for poor behavior. Because what people do is they tend to project on the other person, right? And they have poor behavior. They step out of line, they step out of boundaries, they insult, they they project, they uh find what they desire outside the relationship, right? Because Mm of being feeling unfulfilled because of their emotional wounds and not wanting to make the changes that need to happen within them. So that's why I say there's, it's being sure with, there's no getting out. It's either all in or all out one or the other, because there is, it, it just, it just doesn't work. Otherwise you're sending that, sending that clear message to the universe of what you actually want. Right? So, you know, Osho Has this quote, and he says, "If you love a flower, don't pick it because it will kill it." Right, and it sounds beautiful, right? But the problem is, is the human soul is here to evolve. It's not natural to be complacent, and so, so the issue is, is when you allow, when you allow someone else to basically self-sabotage their life, live life in an unconscious manner, being comfort comfort conformality, being comfortable equals death it means you die yeah you're not right so there, there, there's no, no such thing energy emotion or emotion is energy emotion. and motion and energy emotion creates change so the human soul is meant to change and grow and evolve not just get by and survive mm-hmm. so True love is calling others out for their lack of responsibility, accountability, action, for ethics, and misunderstandings. And so it's seeing their flaws and standing in the fire with them to become the best version of themselves.
2: So hold on. So you saying we shouldn't sweep things under the rug?
3: Yeah, absolutely not, because it's going to create disease in the mind becomes disease in the body.
2: Yeah, So, so former relationship, this is hilarious. I can't believe I'm going to say this on air. So we're living in Barrington. And the house is up for sale, right? Mm-hmm. And Andrew was uh, out of town taking care of his, his now his late father, his ailing father. He had like 10 days left to live. And the realtor calls, and I have to get this 5,500-square-foot 5, house in order, right? Because <laughs> he's got a house showing. And I lift the rug. <laughs> and there's like so much stuff under the rug. And I'm like, oh my god, this is indicative of your relationship with your former wife.
0: Everything's under
2: the rug. There was an accumulation. The rest of the stuff around the rug was yeah. perfectly clean. Yeah. Just underneath.
3: Yeah. That's funny,
2: actually. It really is. Yeah. It was pristine.
3: How, many, how Oh, that, that's very common, right? It was
2: like an inch.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God, that much?
2: I'm not kidding. And it was thick and it was solid because whoever was doing this was pushing that's... it on the rug and it's collecting and then they're walking on the rug so now it's solidifying.
3: Oh, my God, that's disgusting. I'm sneezing just thinking about it. I know!
0: And <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm like, with the,
2: I'm like, a vacuum cleaner can't bring this up because, you know, it'll clog the vacuum cleaner at this point, you yeah. know, because it's own matter. It probably could have walked. I'm just saying.
3: Well, it spoke the relationship to death, too, sweeping everything under the rug. so
2: That is a kiss of death. When you're not yeah. willing, I'm just going to tell you, when, when a person is not willing to address their triggers and talk about it. Yeah. And they're just going to, it's the death of a relationship.
3: Yeah. The problem is, is both want a relationship to be easy, and it usually doesn't exist.
2: It doesn't exist. So what about that Cinderella story?
3: Well, the, the thing is, so when Osho says, if you love a flower, don't pick it because you will kill it. Mm-hmm. What I say is, in a world of flowers, be the perennial, not the annual.
2: Yes, right?
3: Because, because the perennial, right, will die. I'm sorry. Or no, wait, no, wait, no, right. no, no, no,
2: no, no it'll it'll pause
3: you want to be the and flower you, you, you want to be the perennial because a perennial will continue to grow right right it will keep coming back up it will keep coming back up but the annual dies if you pick it right so we want to evolve we want to be the perennial we
0: mm-hmm. don't
3: want to we don't want to be that frail fragile person that dies every time we try to make uh make a change so
2: so be the perennial flower you know, yeah. I mean, I, I just have to say that that is so profound, um, and I want to come back to Vieta's uh, commentary in a minute, but be the perennial flower. That is so profound, because you're right, it keeps on coming back. You can snip it, and it'll have to pause, but it's going to, like like the candle, you can relight the candle and reignite your own flame and glow.
3: Yeah. Right. So we, we get into that, and it's like, okay, well, now we know that what a relationship is. We know that a divine relationship is working through our traumas and our problems and our fears, right?
0: hmm
3: So we have to look at what's actually going on. What, is the, what do other people want, right? So the reason you're not manifesting in what you want. And so we have to create the vision and we have to feel the emotion before it actually comes in because your thoughts are the charge. But what we have to be aware of is the intuition of what's actually, what actually people are looking for. So if you're trying to manifest in that relationship, you have to understand that broken men and women want a fixer. They want someone to fix them. They want someone to solve all their problems. They're not willing to do the work, right? Immature men and women want a parent, right? They want to be coddled, not, not take responsibility. Lazy men and women want an enabler, someone just to let them do whatever whatever it is and just enable their addictions and problems, right? Insecure men and women want a puppet. They just want someone to sit down, shut up, and let them do whatever they want. Abusive men and women want objects. They just want someone to show off to everyone else to make them feel important. Good men and women just want a partner. They want someone they can sit down with and work with. All they want is support, encouragement, honesty, and kindness, And the Mm -hmm. issue is, is that you have to accept others if you want to be accepted. And everyone's pointing the finger at the other one, acting out of integrity, not caring about what the other person thinks or feels, projecting at the other one. So that's why there's so much conflict. And why is divorce up so high? Everyone's looking outside themselves for happiness instead of trying to do the work to become the person that they want to attract.
2: Exactly. So No, I mean, like, Exactly. Right? I mean let's just pause on that for a moment. Yeah. I wanna explore that. Because I feel like um there like people just I, I'm just gonna go back to Cinderella. Like everyone grew up with this program belief system that, you know <clears throat> women, uh that some man's gonna come and save you on that white horse. Right? and that you don't have to work, and you don't have to do these things. And not only do you not have to work, but that he's just going to do everything for you. So there's a sense of entitlement, right? And there's a sense that someone else is going to do your life for you. And look, I'm using women as the example because of Cinderella. But it certainly can be reversed, and it's really not gender-specific. Right. It, it's, it's I'm just using the story. Yeah,
3: it goes it goes both ways. Yeah, I'm just using the story
2: that was created by Disney,
3: right? Yeah, men men want to blame women, women want to blame men. No, nope. and, and and you know, we can look at society and the two, and the two we look at society and now we have both men and women all in the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. To the tax system to make the rich richer, you know, it was all by design. So we had that whole thing which makes more struggles and conflict, pushed inflation up and pushed money into the markets to make the rich richer, right? The big Ponzi scheme. And it's created more conflict that makes it more more arguments and tears more families apart. But the bottom line is, is that it's creating more triggers within people that are going to create healing. That's what's going on. And the, and the gun has to be to everyone's head before there's a shift into... the the new world,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Because
3: we know that there's a change coming, that there's going to be a government structure fall, there's going to be, but it has to get worse before it gets better. The one world currency, all this stuff that, you know, it's all coming, but it has to get really bad before it gets better.
2: Well, let's talk about that too. So I feel like, well, I know at least from experience and my experience is that like, I mean, I, I mean, Like, I'll just call myself on the carpet, right? So I took whatever, 17, 19 medications for almost two decades. And I skated through and I listened to the Western Medical Society. And I uh, went with the status quo until, I'm going to show you this, I'm sitting in my kitchen in Palatine, Illinois, and I have a cup this big. Actually, it was half this size. It was filled with water and it takes two hands to get the cup of water to my mouth to drink it because I can't, can't move. Well, that's how painful my life had to be before I started questioning my doctor. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So if that's you, if this resonates with you, Start questioning the pain points, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain. Question it a lot earlier than I did. (laughs) You know, jump on that (laughs) because we don't have to wait until we can't move to question our doctrine. Do you agree? I mean, something's not working. If you're getting worse, you're going to have to pause. And I don't want to say meditation, like you don't have to be a great meditator, But you do have to take some time to think, and maybe you're not a good meditator. Write about it. Get a journal. Start writing about all those thoughts that you have until it pops out what it is that's really going on for you. I don't know. What do you think?
3: Journals are a great way to get down your thoughts and to be transparent with yourself. But it doesn't make a change. It puts it on paper.
2: Puts it on paper. It's only part one. I'm with you.
3: Right. So in order to make the change, you say, oh, this is what I wrote. These are the emotions that I'm feeling. Now I'm choosing not to feel that emotion. I'm choosing to feel this emotion, experiencing this experience. You have to be feeling the emotion to send this charge into the quantum field that's going to manifest in the potential that you're looking for. So if you write things in your journal about what the other person is doing to you, I'm angry, this, you know, but it's all, pointing out their their issues and pointing out your problems with the world. That's the emotion that you're feeling and the exact thing that you continue to, to get. So you're not focused on the emotion you want to feel and the experience you want to have.
2: Right. I want to agree with you 150%. And I want to be clear, when I wrote in my journal, I would write about it was reflection. Why yeah. do I feel the way that I feel?
0: Yeah. What,
2: what, and I didn't use the word bringing it into my field, right? Not at that point in time. But why am I feeling this way? Or I'd write poetry about it, and, like to assess.
3: But the problem is is most people don't understand why they feel the way they feel. They're not, they're not at that level. So because they can't understand, they just feel that way. They just feel that way, and they react on their emotions, so they're they're reactionary. They're in the reactive mind, and, the, and they can't they can't process it. So the, the, it, that's why the thing and what you have to do is is not care about why you feel why you feel that way. It doesn't really matter. The, the, all that matters is you're running a pattern in the subconscious mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's all that matters. You feel this way, great. I don't want to feel this way anyway. I'm choosing to feel this, and this is what this is what I'm doing when I'm feeling that way. So I'm choosing to be happy experiencing a loving, healthy relationship where I'm honored and respected, period, right? Period. So instead of writing your journal, so-and-so did this, I'm angry, so-and-so did this, he's this, he's that, okay, great. We're done with the bullshit, right? Yes. We're mm-hmm. done fetching, we're done complaining, this is what I'm choosing to feel, this is what I'm experiencing. And it's either going to work with that other person, and it's you're going settle to settle the deal because you're choosing that path, or it's going to be like, no, Absolutely not. And it's a clear message, and you have to let it go. Whenever whenever you know, everyone knows the right thing to do, but they stay in the relationship that they know isn't going anywhere because what if I don't find anything better?
2: Or I can't do it without them.
3: What What What? if the relationship works? The devil that I know is better than the devil I don't know, right? Right. So, So people get in that mode. But you can create anything you want, so all you have to do is go in that mind and envision the exact thing you want, feeling the emotion, and allow that to come in in divine timing. And if it's not happening, there's just more work that needs to, to be done. We don't know how long it's going to take, what it's going to take, but it is going to show up. That other person that you're working on attracting, that you're working on becoming, might be doing their own work and they're just not ready yet, and the universe is going to allow until it it's ready. But you have to stay within your honesty, morality, and integrity in knowing exactly what you want. And then eventually it will manifest. But messing around with situations that don't serve you, and I'm guilty of it, right? We all are. I like pretty, I like pretty girls, and I know they're and, you know, And I'm guilty of it. You get bored, you get lonely, and you get involved, and it's just like, it becomes a train wreck. But you knew not to get involved, and you do it anyway. So it's about, and, and it's about staying in integrity and knowing that person is capable or not capable. You know when you first meet them. Everyone does, and you just, you just don't do it.
2: Well, what I read in this book, and I'll get it. We're going to go to commercial, and I'm going to get this book. It's about divine timing, right? So, yeah. like, I know that my husband is completely capable of making the shift and doing it. Yeah,
0: he is. Oh, I agree.
2: Absolutely. The issue is, and I'm just going to own this shit, so pardon for my French people, Um <laughs> He's showing up for me so I can release. Because think about what he said to me this morning. He basically told me that everything I was thinking was all in my head and make-believe, which is the exact thing, Oh, you know, the words have changed a little bit, that that physical therapist said to me in 1997, so he yeah. showed up for me this morning so I can release that crap. Because yeah. obviously it was triggered by it, yeah. so so which means I can take it out of my ther- I can take it out of my field I can take it out of all timelines all dimensions erase it and get rid of the trigger.
3: But here here's the thing, right? You're like Andrew, no, that's not true. It's it it is real. It's not just in my head. I can sit there and explain it scientifically down to a T, and provide the evidence, right? Mm-hmm. Scientific evidence. I can absolutely prove that that increases the histamine the other person has to be willing to hear that and the other person is shut off and not willing to see the data that's in front of their eyes and Mm -hmm. be in denial what do you do
2: well i say put on the pause button
3: Yeah. uh, no i mean you have it takes both people listening you know i don't know it's it's you can it's 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 one of those things both parties have to listen. And and so he, you have to actually listen to the other person and the data and then make a decision, not a judgment before you know all the information.
2: Right. Let me yeah. go to commercial real quick. So if you need like Zeus, if you need a cup of coffee, if you need... Go do that. Come back. We're going to run a couple commercials. We're going to... We're talking real and we're talking raw. Okay. All right. Let's do this. So the first one's going to be a radio commercial, so we'll still be here, but... Um, versus the
0: video
2: commercial. Here we go. This is Vieta. I'm Vieta,
1: your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's YourHolisticLifeCoach.com, and I'm Viato.
2: Okay, Um, we are back, and I have uh, the book, A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Stephen. Um, Are you familiar with this book?
0: No, I'm not.
2: Really good book. And so uh, Dr. Uh, Wade Port had this in his office, and uh, he has a couple copies, Uh, one that is like 30 years old and falling apart, (laughs) not really 30 years old, but older. And so I bought it. And this is what I read April 23rd um, because it's a, it's a dated book and this is what I realized that, yeah, we can manifest whatever we want and we can have these great relationships and we can grow them. But on April 23rd, it said, when the time is right. So I'm just going to read this real quick for people. So to everything, there is a reason, there is a season, a time to every purpose under heaven, a I can't say it. Um, The class disease 3.1. He says, Connor's dream was to build a water pipeline to irrigate parched terrain east of Perth, Australia. And after years of planning and labor, the aqueduct was constructed and throngs stood at the mouth of the huge conduit to see the first drops of liquid life. But when the valve was opened, nothing appeared. The next day, O'Connor was found dead in his home. The failure of his dream was too much for him to live, to live with. Several days later, a trickle of water appeared at the mouth of the pipeline, and before long, water was gushing abundantly. The only thing that went wrong was his idea of when it was supposed to happen, you know, divine timing, right? The early Bible recorded in Greek uses two different words for our word time. Kronos is the biblical word for the the time of day, which we translate into hours, minutes, and seconds. And the other word, uh, kairos, means in nature's time or in due time. And there is a divine order to life, and uh, timing is a part of it. So what they're saying is if you feel frustrated or disappointed over the lack of results on a project, which, you know, your marriage is a project, um, hang in there and have some patience. If your venture is a good one, you'll see the results. Perhaps not in Kronos, your idea of the right time, but in Kairos, the right time, the one appointed by spirit. It, it goes on. But what I want to say is that, what I'm trying to articulate is that, and I'm guilty of this, that I I know that people that I'm with are completely capable of doing what they we are setting out to do Mm -hmm. and sometimes I get confused about my time and divine time and I think that happens in a lot of relationships quite frankly
3: yeah Uh, well I I think more people need to be in tune with their intuition you can't listen to your intuition if you're not centered in your heart and most people are not centered in their heart right they just aren't. they're not coming from their heart so where that goes is, in order to repair that, you have to cover. You have to get naked. You have to cover all the why. There's up, you're unsure, mm-hmm. and you have to uncover all the fear, all the stuff. You have to get into who hurt you in the past. What did what did the other partner do? And the other person has to listen. And understand that, actually open their heart, receive it, right? The other person has concerns, whether it be directly from you or a past issue. You have to understand those things and assure that other person that they are safe, that that's not what's there. And you both have that same intention of being 100% committed so there is unbreakable bond that you can grow on. Otherwise, if the other person's unsure, they get their feelings hurt and they go run outside the relationship and they shut down, they stonewall, where is this going to go?
2: Or right? if, they, if they shut down, they stonewall or they squirrel, right? So the in advice. other words, when the person you're speaking to takes your thought and twists it to go into another direction so they can be oh, yeah. afraid that's a piece of crap.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand, yeah. They don't want to address the issue. They don't want to acknowledge your concerns. They try to project it somewhere else.
2: Mm-hmm. Or they bring in another party.
3: Yeah.
2: So my husband and I were married on 12-12-21, 3, 3, 3. Yeah. Me, him, God. You know, me, him, yeah. God. Me, him, God. And so, mm-hmm. you know, as long as those are the three people that are involved in our relationship, me, him, and God, I think things are fine. As yeah. soon as you start going outside of that and you want to bring in, well, this one did this or what if you yeah. did that? It's like, I'm sorry? See God in that. And I, and, you know, so you have to stay centered in your, um, in your relationship. Be like you said, be 150% committed and, um, and know that the goal isn't to destroy the other person. The goal is to have self-healing. And so I I think that we um, have an opportunity to help people shift their mindset about what is a confrontation. Is it to attack, harm, and and hurt, or is it to help and heal? Right. And you have to choose that.
3: Well, first of all, what you'll have to do is forget their programming Mm -hmm. of what they learned love is. because. Uh, right the programming of what love is is oh you make me happy you do everything i need i right you you buy me things you take me on trips you you buy me shelter right you provide everything for me that's love no no no, no. that's love, not is, love that's not love no that's mommy that means you're broken right that's mommy that's daddy that means you're broken right and what and, and so that's the issue at hand, right? Mm-hmm. You need a partnership. In other words, you're taking, you're holding the other one accountable. You actually have to open your heart and listen to the other. Otherwise, it's not a relationship that's going to last.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, there's bad programming in society, what love actually is, and, and we can blame schools, social media, or examples by parents. But in order to break that, then we have, to, we have to step outside that and re-educate the public and re-educate others. So if we want to have, um don't want to use the Bible per se as like the structure of how a relationship should be, because I don't necessarily think that women need okay. to be totally submissive and are below a man and all that other stuff, because that's just not the case. It needs to be a partnership in both people. And, and look, there is no right right structure for the family you can have the woman stay at home and take care of the kids fine
2: or right? the father
3: or or the father it doesn't matter but you know you have to work together to find the right responsibilities there's no right or wrong but it's about open you know these roles these gender roles and and feminism have destroyed society because they're saying you need to be this to fulfill my needs if you fulfill my needs i love you love is not you fulfill my needs love is being vulnerable, expressing yourself to the other and, and allowing the other to speak and understanding them so you can heal them.
2: Yeah, so um, in 1989, I uh, started doing Landmark Education and I did the whole yeah. curriculum for living. And don't get me wrong, there are great things about Landmark and there are things I didn't I like. I love Landmark. Well, there's some things I wasn't fond of, but I didn't make the whole program wrong, right? And so um, I just ignored those parts and, you know, honed in and fulfilled on the stuff that I love. And so the greatest, well, not the greatest, one of the greatest lessons I had with Landmark was we get to co-create our own life, not based upon our past or any program belief system. Right? Yeah. And so if you're married or in a relationship, whatever, you don't have to, like Stephen said, the man can go to work or the woman can go to work, or whatever it is. You get to create what that relationship looks like, not based upon somebody else's um, opinion or society's opinion, nothing. You do you. And you create what works in your relationship. And that was actually what saved me from being dead in 2014 when I got, when I became disabled, I, I had the lease that maybe I don't have to go to a doctor, you know, uh, uh, maybe I don't have to take medications. Maybe I don't have to do what all these people are telling me to do. It took a while for me to get that concept. But now for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm almost, probably too quick for people, Yeah. meaning if something's not working, I'm willing to recreate it pretty quickly. Like, yeah. I'm not going to keep on giving it more chances. Yeah. It doesn't work. We've already seen it not work four times. Right. Be done.
3: Right. So the one thing I want everyone to really take away from this to help them get to where they're supposed to be is you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. hmm Right. So if you're not attracting in experiences that you wanna have, you better start working on becoming the other thing that you want. So if you can't support yourself financially, why should someone come in that's gonna take care of you? Right? Mm-hmm. If, if 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 you're if you if you're angry inside, you're gonna attract someone who's angry all the time and you two are gonna project on each other. Yell at each other. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
3: If you're sad and depressed, both of you are going to come together and split apart, and nobody's going to take any action because both people are depressed and aren't taking action, right? And and a healthy person will love you, but they won't want to be with you, right? Right. They will love you, but they don't want to. They don't want to. They can't sabotage their own life, and so both people have to take responsibility for that. You know, and it goes for. And if you're unsure about the other person, the other person to be unsure about you. Mm. And, that, and that's how it works. That's why I say. Law it, of
2: attraction. What? Law of attraction.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I say you attract what you are, not what you want.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so be, start really writing in your journal, like you said, right, and, and saying this is where my life is. Reflect, this is, oh, this is why, this is why, this is why. What do I need to become? Start feeling the emotion to become that and then move towards it.
2: Right. And so the journaling is a way to, in my opinion, is the self-reflection that allows you to sometimes, when you get that brain going, to start uh, really, like things, for me, things just start to flow out eventually. Even if I start, like when I was a kid and I used to start with the anger, eventually, uh, it started to flow. What the really root cause was, right? Yeah. So I want to go back to our H22 with Vieta. Um, she has this comment. She says, "Why do people struggle with the idea that we are God creator?" Well,
3: that's, that? that's, that's a little off, way off topic. But um, why do people struggle with that? Mm-hmm. Because they've been pro- they have programming that basically. Someone, there has to be an outside God. You have to be inferior, right? All religions are based upon that fact that there's an outside force that created you. You're below, right? Mm-hmm. And and so that's the issue. Is like that's how people have been programmed and taught. They want and they want someone to blame for all their problems because if you're a God and you create the world just as in Him, and you fail and it doesn't work, now you can blame God. You don't have to take accountability.
0: So
2: right and so. Um, and I want to actually, and I do think this actually is not so off topic because that's what my husband was saying, like, oh, you think you're God, right?
3: Um, um like
2: I know it all. Well, I do access consciousness. I do access the subconscious mind. So, um, I'd,
3: I get accused of it try, that I'm that people, that people all the time, well, you think you're God.
2: Well,
4: I
3: don't I, think, uh, I mean, I think that I, we I, all I, I, are, I'm, a, I'm not saying that I'm, perfect but i'm on a i'm on a healing journey just like everyone else which is why i'm here and but exactly i ha, I i can access consciousness right and and so, not, i don't access consciousness
0: i
2: am
3: consciousness
2: right right yeah we are right we are consciousness. Yeah. and i want to um reference a book i was trying to look it up on my phone and i didn't find it but it's called living judaism and actually i can find it on my kindle um, but Living Judaism is a book I read, I started to read, I didn't complete it. Um, it was in 2013 uh, when I was um, preparing to become a bat mitzvah, um, which I never did. I became Christian instead. And so, um, but this was a powerful, very powerful um, book. And let me see if I find it. But what I want to tell you about it is... Um, I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to speak the best I can. What he did, he was very poetic, this rabbi. And he said, when God created the earth, he put his, his energy, his aura, his light into these vessels. That, um, and he, and it, these vessels held his energy, his aura, his light, as he created the earth. And on the seventh day, he said, the vessels burst because it couldn't hold all of him. And so these little shards of light, these glass vessels, created the human soul. Meaning, we are all God's light. All of us.
3: 100%. Yeah.
2: And so, I believe that yeah I absolutely and, and we are all God's light, and we all access consciousness in our consciousness at some point in time, at different levels. Like sometimes you access consciousness better than me, sometimes I do it better than you, but it's never a competition. It means that you get certain information that's downloaded that contributes. And I get the other part, and it's okay. That's why community is so key. To um, having strong partnerships and relationships. Acknowledging Dr. Steven that you bring something to the party that I don't and I bring something to the party you don't and that's what creates in my opinion a divine partnership whether it's a, a friendship or a love relationship. Yeah. So that answers that question. Now on to uh, Zelda so uh, Zelda says, grand, rising, beautiful people, right on target this morning. Thanks for sharing such truths because we need to unlearn all the untruths we've digested into our DNA. Thanks for sharing these truths. And then... Yeah.
3: So that, that so that, that reminds me, so here. Mm-hmm. So do you do you know what the meaning of life is? Do I? Yeah.
2: I don't know that I do.
3: There is no meaning. Yeah. In other words... It's whatever you want to make it, yeah. right? So if you don't like things going on, you have the ability to reprogram it, right? Mm-hmm. So life is really about unbecoming all the things you're not.
2: Right. Co-creating with, the, with God, co-creating with the universe what it is that's right. important to you. And then being unstoppable uh, to uh, achieve and not let other people's opinions and thought forms influence your trajectory.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> another, it Looks like there's another landmark
2: fan. Yeah, the same person. Still Zelda. She says landmark. Often awesome. the whole world should experience it. It is definitely life changing. Just like, oh, thank you. Just like this show. Thank you, darling. Um, Teddy June. She says landmark works if a person takes it on. Yeah, right? Yeah,
3: everything works if you take it on.
2: Right? Life works if you take yeah, it on.
3: Yeah. Right.
2: But it's really an important thing to say. Life works if you choose to take it on. But yeah. if you sweep it under that carpet I was talking about earlier, right? right? I I had a picture of it. I think I deleted it from my phone because it was just too toxic. Yeah. I try not to keep that stuff in my in my memory bank or in my phone bank. Uh, you know like that so it's nine o'clock we need to go to another quick commercial <clears throat> but what do you want to share with people when we come back in a couple minutes what do you what do you want to go through next i
3: don't know we can have people call in with their relationship problems if they want they want to call in
2: yeah let's do so if you have a relationship problem right that's great and i shame on me i uh i forgot to run the phone number here so and
3: it'd be great if we get both people because things are... If you just come out and fetch, you know, the other person has to come on and be willing to contribute, too. So you almost need both parties, not just come out and fetch, um, because that will go nowhere. Both people have to understand one another.
2: Totally agree. I think the likelihood of getting both people to call in might be a little tough. However, I know.
3: I know, but that's, um, really, that's really, I mean, they can call in and, and, I, and I can give advice, but the reality is, is both people really need to be present. Because, because that's what's going to take the connection, right? Both people have to be willing to do that. A lot of times, you know, one party will be doing, willing to do the work
0: mm-hmm. and the
3: other won't. And then it's just forget it. Just, just drop it and move on. Because if, if, you can't, if you can't do the work, you know, nothing's going to happen.
2: So this is what I'm going to put out there. First of all, we're going to go to commercial real quick. I would encourage people to call in with their relationship problems. We want you, and do the best you can, we know no one's perfect, um, do your best to share what you um, think is going on for you and what you think is going on for them, not like a blame and shame, right, but like, like you know, and consider how they may be showing up for you to clear a trauma when you, when you share this, okay? So be open-minded about how that person might be showing up for you to clear a trauma. And uh, Chris says, super to see you both. Great to see you, Chris. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Vietta, Teddy, um, you know, uh, Zelda, sister, all my sisters from another mister. And we have a lot of people on blog talk already also as well. And um, I can't see the Podbean screen right this moment, Uh, but we have a few people here as well. So uh, thank you all for being here, and we are going to go to a quick commercial, and, um, and then uh, we'll be back in uh, like that. All right.
3: Jodi Zuzan of Zuzan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant- and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things toxic-free living, and a connection to our brain health. Tucson Essentials re-engineered with Health Live with a self-paced, functional food program, now available to you with plans starting at just $99. The
1: Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, self care with Jodi Susan. Wednesdays, repairing broken families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, soulful solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, health and well-being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, success strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on relationships. Third Saturday, move around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, wisdom with Mama Dee. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
2: Okay, so we are back with Dr. Stephen from ProTouch Rehab, and we're talking about manifesting a divine relationship. Uh, what that looks like, and um, you know, really, what we're saying is that it, both people have to be 150% in or 100% in, right? And um, and that you have to be willing to be accountable and be willing to not sweep things under the rug. Is, am I getting this pretty accurately? And 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 shift the mindset about, you know, I'm being attacked versus I'm here to heal with this person, right? Yeah, because most people feel attacked and they and they can't, they they take offense,
3: right? They get triggered. They they think you're biffing on them, being mean, and and whatnot. But again, right? So the bottom line is, is you know, you have, maturity is working through the trauma, not using it as a never-ending excuse for poor behavior. And so you have to be able to actually look at yourself, and it's mm-hmm. difficult.
2: So I really want to keep that thought. So work through. I'm typing this in.
3: Work Again, the bottom line is become, become the person you want to attract. If you want to receive love, show that other person that you see them, hear them, and acknowledge them.
2: Okay, so work through the trauma and do not use it as an excuse for bad behavior, right? Yes. That's powerful. Let that sit right and what what do you consider bad
3: behavior <laughs> bad behavior is you know becoming uh verbally abusive becoming um uh like the be- feeling be- becoming a victim um not acknowledging how the other person feels and uh, blame shifting stonewalling uh, I mean, I don't know what else. Uh, stepping outside the relationship,
2: igniting a... or triggering people on purpose, doing things you know they've already asked you to stop doing,
3: right? Well, you're trying to control the other person. The other person's probably may not be even doing it deliberately. You might ask the per- like most. A lot of the a lot of the fights are you didn't take out the trash.
2: I'm or, not talking about
0: trash,
3: right? Or you didn't. Um, you didn't mow the lawn. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. A lot of those are just daily mundane arguments. Um, yeah, that's what you,
4: not.
2: That what you, to me what is you that's ask? just a symptom. Like that's just someone looking to to get around.
3: understand the other person has patterns, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, uh, luckily, I have the ability to change those things. But we both uh, do, yeah. But the the, the the truth is, is you have to find someone who's willing to actually look at themselves and change those things. Because the, the, the bottom line, is, bottom line is, is every single day I look at my life and the world around me and my thoughts and my actions and decide what needs to go, what needs to stay. It's self-reflection. That's what meditation is, right? That's all that meditation is. It's basically going into that space, observing the world around you, going out of it. And then the world gives you, and then the universe gives you an answer. It's coming your head out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's Completely. all it is. There's nothing new. The answer answer's inside everyone. And, but all you have to do is sit in silence. You look, you wake up, you look, you, you have a problem. You forget about it. Don't even think about it. Disconnect from it, right? Mm-hmm. This is my problem. This is the way I see the world. Disconnect from it. And the universe tells you exactly how to feel. And you just decide this is how I feel and this is the action I'm taking. And do it. It's as simple as it's, clear as day. That's difficult for a lot of people, but that's how it works.
2: Well, for me, I mean, this morning when he was telling me that it was all in my head, what I realized is I needed to, A, take well take judgment out of my field. Like judgment of others. I mean, not judgment, judgment from others. First of all, there's no
3: reason for you to get angry. Who cares if somebody doesn't agree with you?
2: So let me ask you a question. Do you 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 want to to live?
3: Why do you have to be right? Now, I understand if you wanted to do it because you wanted to care for him and help him and give him the education so he didn't harm himself, but why did you have to prove it to him that I'm right?
2: I think the more important question is is why did he have to, when I said what happened to me at 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock in the morning, why did he have to prove me wrong?
3: Well, Jody, you look at yourself, right? You can't force others, others to change, right? That issue happened. So, Andrew says, "You're all in your head, right? So, if it's all in your head, right, says it's all in your head, then you're triggered, right? So, what emotion do you feel when you feel that?
2: Uh, disbelief. Well, I, I feel anger, but, I mean, I feel like... There you some, go. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
3: So, you're, so, here's the thing. You're angry, right? Um,
2: However, Stephen, I'm just going to say this. Just because we take it out of the field of someone... I still think, unless you have some special magic wand that I'm not aware of, they still have to – like, you can take it out of the field, and you can take it out of all timelines, all dimensions, and go back whatever number of generations. However, unless they want to change it, it's still going to pop up because they have all to right, still get, choose to, to, to modify this, their sir? behavior. You get,
3: would you like to get rid of this? Sure. <laughs> all right. Because you're going in loops, and it's, a, it's all your subconscious patterns. All so right. You're, all right. So there's anger, right?
0: Yep.
3: And then anger on a scale of one to ten, where is it?
2: Nine and a half. All right, great.
3: Right, right. Ten is you want to. Ten is you want to die, right? So there's anger there, right? Anger. I'm not heard. Or believed. Uh, nobody listens to me.
2: Well, not nobody. He
3: never listens. I don't matter. No, these are all belief systems that are there, right? Uh huh. So those are all the. Those are all the things that, that are there, right? So there's anger and nine. What, what other emotions do you feel?
2: I'm just irritated, annoyed, and kind of like fed up.
3: Annoyed, fed up. Mm-hmm. All right, annoyed on a scale of one to ten. How stressful is it?
0: Eight.
3: All right, you put a love of gratitude. Fed up. Six or seven.
2: Cool,
3: seven. Even for the love of gratitude, great. So, would Jody ever show what want to show up feeling angry, annoyed, and fed up? Mm, no. no, fucking no is the no, answer.
2: No,
3: no, right? no. So there's zero reason you want to show up that way. But if you are that, and there's some mind is attracting, that's what that's the, that's what you're presenting to the universe, and you're projecting on the other to change it. So we have to change you because you can't you you can only change yourself. You can't really change others, right? Okay,
2: everybody, listen to this.
3: Right. Just so remember, because
2: sometimes I forget, you can't right. change others. You can only change yourself. And then miraculously, when you change right. yourself, oh, no, they're different
0: now.
3: <laughs> right. So, there the are differences in the in the responsibility of the relationship. The other person is making the other people feel safe and hurt so they give them the space to heal themselves. Anyway, you have anger, annoyed, and fed up. So we don't want to be that. What is Jody choosing to be? How do you want to feel?
2: Well, I i am articulating that. Hold on. Um, a miraculous listener.
3: Uh, you're saying what you want. I, no, no, no.
2: How, oh, how I want to feel.
3: How do you want to feel?
2: Joy. Joyful.
3: All right, great. Do you want to feel joyful? And what do you experience me feeling joyful?
2: I'm usually around trees.
3: No, 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 no. Oh. What are, what are you experiencing feeling joyful? Not, I'm in the wilderness and like, no, no, no. What's the, You're talking about I'm angry, I'm annoyed, I'm fed up. I want to feel joyful. What are you experiencing as you're joyful?
2: Oh, I hear you. So being yeah. heard. Great. And received. And honored and acknowledged. And people don't actually have to agree with me, but just start with acknowledging before you decide to share that how wrong I am. (laughs) Acknowledge that you heard it.
3: You're you're getting getting your subconscious mind again. So joyful. I need you to stay present with me. Mm -hmm. Joyful, being heard and received, honored and acknowledged, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are heard, received, honored and acknowledged, How would you feel? Happy. Fantastic. I'm Jody. How would you say that? I'm Jody. I'm Jody. I'm happy.
2: I'm happy. Being heard. Being heard.
3: And received.
2: And received.
3: And acknowledged.
2: And acknowledged.
3: Yeah, so you know, infinite love and gratitude. No, infinite, love and like, oh.
2: gratitude infinite love and gratitude. So it's not there yet. Infinite love and
3: gratitude. I, it's, <laughs> it's there. Being, yeah.
2: My name is Jody. My name is
3: Jody. I'm joyful.
2: I'm joyful.
3: Being heard. Being heard. Rece- received.
2: Received, honored, and acknowledged.
3: And I'm happy.
2: And I'm happy. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And I'm going to do the all-clear protocol on the trigger around that. All-clear protocol. All timelines, all dimensions, imprint, cellular, Jody
3: spectrum. Jody, stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me, stay present. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna get through it. Don't don't go into this is this is about you. Stop reflecting on yourself. I need you to stay present. Okay? okay. So here here we're gonna go into that. We're gonna go into one, two, three, four heart chakra. So we're going to your heart chakra. Okay. So heart chakra is the four chakra. I
2: want you to picture the color green mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I got it on the screen We're going back to Joni when she was 15 years old What happened at 15 years old?
2: Um, accessing, hold on Well I'm a sophomore In high school Did this happen in high school Yes or no Yes, in in the school. I'm not hearing it. I know it happened when I was in, in high school, and I'm seeing the classroom, but I can't see what actually happened. I want to say it's when I met my... I now know what it is. So I won't use the name because I'm still in relationship with this person. So we'll call him MS. Okay. And so he came to the door to ask me out to prom. I was a sophomore. He was a senior. And my parents wouldn't let me go.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Infant level graduate, infant level graduate, infant level graduate. And so there's like that part of you that's like, I can't have what I want. I have to fight and mm-hmm. I still fail. Right. So infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude. So I just want you to say, I can receive what my heart desires.
2: I can, I can receive what my heart desires.
3: Living life on my terms.
2: Living life on my
3: terms. Yep. Infant love and gratitude, infant love and gratitude, infant love and gratitude, infant love and gratitude, infinite love of gratitude. So what's the opposite of a prisoner? Uh, freedom. Right. So I'm free. I am free. Experiencing living through my heart.
2: Experiencing living through my heart. Being heart centered. in
3: gratitude. love of gratitude. for love gratitude. of love gratitude. I'm free. I am Exper- free Living in my heart.
2: Living in my heart.
3: Great. Fantastic. So emotional, becomable, structural, spiritual. So we have a spiritual imbalance there. It was in the heart chakra from fifteen years old because you couldn't do what you wanted. You were enslaved. You had to fight for everything you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So that because of your mind, your heart, and your will, thoughts, feelings, and actions that were denied, they're causing fire element that to flow in the heart. Gen-kolo, so the heart's not feeding the thyroid adrenals, infinite love and gratitude. So it's like you can't be yourself. I mm-hmm. have to fight for everything to get what I want. I can't be myself, 15 years old. That's expressed in the bones, cars, limits, muscles, specific everywhere in your whole body. So all the muscles in your body are expressing. Loss from joy. not sure not thinking of and deserved minus right? insecurity. So the emotion of insecurity comes up.
2: Yep, that's what they're saying.
3: Yeah. Infinite love of gratitude. I want you to connect to that insecurity.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's a key. That's low vibration.
3: But that's going in your subconscious mind, and Andrew's like poking at you because it's telling you you don't have to be insecure, right? Why is it that you have to have everyone believe what you believe? They you know, know it's it. right. Yeah. Right. So they
2: don't have to believe what I believe, but they can and, and I don't have to convince them either. But
0: Correct.
3: they don't
2: have to sit there and poke at it.
3: Right, right, right. 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 That's so any of the anything else in expression channels or holding pattern, yes. It's affecting element cells, organs, glands, pathogens, bacteria in for the love of gratitude, virus in for love of gratitude, mold in for love of gratitude. So you have bacteria viruses, and mold, right? Mm-hmm. Element cells, organs, glands, Bot- and the pituitary virus. glands. It's what right? gland? Pituitary gland. Yeah. And the gland, any body, all the cells, the organs, glands, pathos, systems is affecting your immune system, input love of gratitude. Digestive system, input love of gratitude. Circulatory system, input love of gratitude. So immune, digestive, and circulatory system are impacted from the virus, bacteria, mold. And it is basically from the pituitary. So any other glands, body, holding pattern, mind, body, spirit, particles, waves. So we're going to go through this wave. Your wave is what goes in the quantum field and it's blocked. The wave is just, doesn't have the magnetic resonance, not reaching out to pull in the experience of, I matter, I'm secure, right? I'm safe. And then you're fighting for that. So what I'm gonna do is I'll need you to put your hand in front of your face, go to bring your hand to the left and look left with your eyes. Nope. Just keep your head straight and just move. Nope. And now we're gonna move our hand up and there's where the where the memory is from 15 years old, right oh, I there. I feel it, yep. Infinite love of gratitude. So we're just going to go up and down. We're going to go through the pattern, and I'm just doing this for you, and there's number two, infinite love of gratitude. So that insecurity from 15 years old is stored in the quantum field in your aura, affecting the REM sleep pattern, infinite love of gratitude. You can't process that because – It's gotten in the protection mode, infinite love of gratitude. And the bacteria, viruses, and mold are basically affecting the pituitary gland, decreasing the function of the immune system, digestive system, and circulatory system, right? Because those experiences are the frequency that goes into the wave. We just cleared that insecurity out of the wave. And now we close it out, infinite love of gratitude. And we go back here, infinite love of gratitude. And now if you go back into the original thing when you said you're angry, I'm not heard. Nobody listens to me. I don't matter. It was a nine. Where's it at now? Zero. Correct. The annoyance of an eight. Where's it at?
2: It's it's all neutral.
3: Zero. Right. And, and the, I'm fed up. is seven. Where's it at? It's
2: it's no trigger.
3: Correct. So now, when you think about Andrew and him not listening to you, how does it make you feel?
2: It's his choice, in the matter. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
3: All that for nothing. <laughs> so, good morning, America. That, that's, the, that's the thing you went on and on and on and, and wasted all that time when all you had to do is decide I want to feel this I want to experience this I want to feel this why did you have to be hurt because at 15 years old you were insecure because I can't do what I want I have to fight
2: yeah my dad told me I wasn't allowed to go out on a date
3: yeah
2: especially with a senior I'm like okay right so uh, thank you yeah. We have comments. Should we? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So we first, we have Chris, Betula. This is going back a little bit. So uh, she says, when one lashes out another in some way to make themselves feel better in the moment, is bad behavior in my humble opinion? I would yeah. agree.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, why do you need validation of that? Right. And Absolutely. she says,
2: judgments are control. Judgments and control are closely tied together.
3: Well, okay, somebody judges you, right? Again, look at, look at yourself. You know, I, I mean, understand why the where the person's coming from. If you open your heart and you actually communicate, and you actually ask the person, well, why do you feel that way? Instead of feeling attacked, and then you attacking them back, maybe you'll get something resolved. Mm-hmm. But if you, as soon as you take defense. And push judgments back, the whole situation blows up. So, so we
2: all have to be present to what the other person has to say and hear them.
0: Yeah,
3: right. That's and make issue. sure that they Nobody know that they heard. heard. Everyone's, everyone wants to get their their side of the story out. They want to get their, how they feel out. And nobody's listening to the other person. So I nothing, ever, nothing ever gets resolved in relationships because of that. And going to a therapist... Almost blows things off and makes it worse because it's all a blame, blame game. This person does this. This person does that. Nobody's there to change.
2: Well, and it what it does, depending on the therapist, mind you, um, it uh, ingrains that thought pattern of the blame yeah, and
3: the shame. So often, oftentimes, yeah.
2: Yeah. Not and you know, and I actually had a good therapist. She's a psychologist, and she got me thinking outside the box. So it depends on who your therapist is. For sure. Yeah um the has a question she says what advice would you give a young man who likes beautiful women but they keep disappointing him and leaving after long intimate relationships great question
3: okay well great what 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 kind of abandonment wounds does he have right because he's attracting in that experience and he's not establishing rapport he's not establishing enough rapport i mean he's not he's not choosing women that are sure right so he gets involved and he's hoping for the best but he's not knowing for the best and you can't be unsure about things you have to establish the intentions and if you establish the intentions up front it works but he he's going about things without establishing establishing he's coming into the relationship with an expectation that's not being met but the expectation was never expressed or communicated
2: Got a little chilly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Put a sweater on. So, so he's, not sitting, he's not sitting down and, and saying, you know, this is, what, this is what we're committing to. This is what I want. And if you say what you want to people, they're either going to stay or they're going to leave.
2: Well, and the other thing is, what if that person's saying one thing one time and saying another thing another time? I think consistency and communication and commitment is also really powerful. Because if you keep on changing yeah. your commitment from day in, day out, that's not a commitment. The commitment is to being wishy-washy versus whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Being unsure, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Done. Out. I'll see you later. You're not sure what you want. Bye.
2: Yeah. Um, I think that when you, you know, you, ha- you have to decide, you know, are you in it for the long haul? We've talked yeah. about this, right? By the way, Chris yep. says, uh, good job. Thank you, Chris. so there you go Um, but going back to Vieta's um, question and you know I I find that you know there's a a young girl uh, and I realize this is not her quote I found it online but she says
3: I'll tell you what if this young man wants to really change his life I mean he's welcome to see me in the office, right? I do remote sessions, and, and that's a possibility. It's changing his beliefs and his mindset and then acting on it and being the, the masculine, the divine masculine that was intended to be. So in other words, you take control, you know power, you know what you want, and you express it. And if, and if the other person is on that page and wants the same goals and has the same interests, then great, it's going to work. But if not, you get to the bottom of it and you move on. Right. If that other person's wishy-washy, they don't know, you're done. Right. You're either, you're either all in or all out. It's either fuck yes or hell the fuck no. There's no in between. I agree. Yep. So that's where he has to be at. And, and I think a lot of women want a man who's going to take control and tell them this is what the d- dynamics are. Would you like to stay and, if they, and take the lead? I don't want guy who's wishy-washy, doesn't communicate, can't. Can't make it, make, make take control. Can't take action. They don't want that. that no, they don't. Feel, how does that make anyone feel safe? Well, it's it's
2: it's it's so much more than that, in my opinion. Someone who can't commit and isn't like isn't uh, doesn't have their commitment, their vision, their their mission, it means that they can easily be swayed at any point in time to take on someone else's mission which so that if you don't have your own mission you're like well what flavor of eggs are you having today it's yeah. whoever's next to you that's what your new favorite is right yeah,
0: yeah.
2: and so um if you want to schedule with Dr. Stevens, right that's how you do that 8473728874 for Touch Rehab um But there's something to be said about...
3: um... I mean, here's the thing. Realistically, he's struggling with these relationships. He's with women. They keep leaving. You know, we need to get to the bottom of why it's actually happening. And to do that, it'll probably take about 10 sessions. So, you know, you're you're saying maybe that's like uh, like $3,000. You commit to $3,000, your life changes. It's not a big investment. No, it's not. It's not a big investment whatsoever. So you make the commitment to that, done, out. And then you, and, and then it's a like if you need to come in, periodically make a shift so we track in a different experience, and we do that. But it's just a commitment to yourself. How important are you to yourself? And are you t- sick and tired of attracting the same experiences in your life? And you ready to take take action on it?
2: Well, and I think that what stops people from taking action. Is going back to what we said earlier. They're so comfortable with their, they, they're comfortable with the devil they know, right? Right. And so they'd rather stay there.
3: And look, it, look, you need to find higher quality people. So go to go to, start going to landmark seminars. You'll meet people that are actually working on themselves.
2: So Chris says, we're currently watching her entire family heal around her finally. She's in her 60s. I'm not sure what that's about.
3: I have no idea what, what she's talking about. We she talking about the young man.
2: I, I don't know. That's a different person. The young man was from Vieta. This is Chris. Oh. Uh, it's really a magnificent thing to watch and participate in. Um, sounds like it's good. Um, not sure who you're watching her entire family heal around her. She's in her 60s. I'm not she sure is. what that means.
3: She's going to have to clarify that. Yes, one please. Well.
2: Yes. So, um, so if you have questions, um, let me put in the other banner. Um, you can call into the show um, at five one five six zero five nine three two five, and you can ask questions and, or you know, be the guinea pig like I was. <laughs> And there, are, there, are, there are brownie points, you know, gluten-free brownies. Yeah, we're not doing,
3: any, we won't do any more healings, but we'll, I we'll kind of coach people somewhat.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right.
3: I just pulled. I just wanted to pull that out, but yeah. So that's 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 the approach that um, that we want to take. We want to work on changing ourselves. So great. Here's your problem. This is what I'm experiencing. This is how I'm feeling. You did this. You did that. Great. Why do you feel that way? Let's get to the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah. Heal you yeah. yourself. The the, the subconscious mind stops running the pattern because now you don't need to yell at Andrew anymore. You don't listen to me. Yell And then then the thing is, now Andrew's hurt. He's upset and never got a damn thing resolved.
2: Well, and, you know, and I go back to that rug. Yeah. I mean, so that's his pattern. His pattern is he swipes things under the rug. Because he's never had, I shouldn't say never. I don't think You're he's going to
3: Stop looking at his pattern. Ask him how he feels. Well, you I want to have a better relationship with Andrew? Ask him how he feels and honor that.
2: I do. Right? He doesn't okay. usually know. So,
3: so here, you have to stop. You have to ask Andrew how he feels, honor how he feels, and then he can step into express understanding why he feels the way he feels. And he has to do the same for you. That's the only way this is going to work, not projecting you do this behavior and it pisses me off. You don't change, you don't do this, no, 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 you're there to love him. You're there to support him. You're there to I respect agree. him, not change him.
2: I agree.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: No, I agree.
3: Yeah.
2: But don't you think people need to know how they feel? In other words, I, mean, I can ask a question.
3: So so here, Yes. But you don't to out, you
2: need to know how they, they
3: feel? But you feel that way because there's a subconscious trigger there, and you both are playing on each other. So, for instance, you got up this morning, you said whatever, or Andrew said, you know, uh, what did he, he said?
2: Um, I basically it was all in my head.
3: Yeah, it was all in your head. Mm-hmm. That made you feel a certain way, right? Uh-huh. So he should understand that. Oh, she feels hurt she feels this she feels that he should be more understanding of what you feel that way but then you have to take accountability for why you feel that way vice versa totally
2: and i got where my trigger was like immediately like i got that i was triggered because it was something i needed to release
3: right but you were still had you still had anger of seven i'm not heard i'm i am never listened to i don't matter i'm annoyed at an eight and i'm fed up so you thought you worked through it and processed it, understood it, but you still had the emotion. Oh,
2: no, I did not think I processed it. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I was getting ready to erase all that after the show because he had left and we let's got on see, the show.
3: Let's just see how that goes now. You know, maybe maybe, maybe it could attract in a different experience now because you won't be so triggered when you hear, hear things like that.
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, we have a caller, 480-343, which we're going to bring on. Uh, but I will say that I do feel I have other things that I need to race after the show, which yeah. would be, you know, um, I will do my all clear protocol. Uh, it's yeah. not just from what happened at 15. It's what happened at age 30. Right. I know. I know what these things are. They need to be cleared.
3: The experience that happened at 30 is the same experience that happened at 15. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, that's the ticket. It doesn't matter. That fear is the same fear that's repeating every lifetime. Agreed. Right. So once you cut the cycle at the beginning, it's out. It just was, it's, it's out. And there's no reason to go into. Oh, it happened when I was 32. I got to pull that.
2: Well, I it, also want to check other happening. generations. Where did I bring this in? And how many generations ago did this happen? Like, in other words, how did I bring it into my field in this lifetime? And where did what? How many sure, generations ago? Years.
3: It was 15 years old. It doesn't go back further than that.
2: I I, it, I will check. I will double check. Because okay. do. I don't want it in okay. my field. So I'm going to double check it. Okay. So that's just for me. Let's bring yeah. on 480-343. And welcome to self uh, self Care, Manifestation of a Divine Partnership with Dr. Stephen Spencer, Reverend Jody Susan Calhoun. And what's your name and where are you calling from? Well, good morning, love. This is Chris. Good morning, Chris. How are you, Dolly?
4: Oh, I'm fabulous. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Spencer. Morning. I am just calling in to explain what I was trying to say. So we had a lady. I'm not going to say who she is. In her 60s. Horrible, tragic life story. Okay. Um... A lot of kids, there's like four or five children, they're all grown, and these relationships were not available for a variety of reasons. The biggest reason being was deep down inside, she felt unworthy. And so subsequently, they all picked up on that, you know, subconsciously, whatever, in their own way, and they treated her as such. Uh you know, unknown, yeah. unseen, come in and wait on everybody and take care of everybody. So we just started working on it. And sometimes it's as simple as one person looking at another and going, honey, I see you. I love you. You are worthy. This stuff in your head that tells you you are not worthy never came from you. It came from all these other people. Once she got that and let that sink in, all her relationships with her children started to change and feel like it was almost instantaneously and such an amazing thing to watch after 60 years of this going on for that one little change to happen within her that says, oh, I am worthy. I I am worthy of my children. I am worthy of these relationships to watch everyone around her, all five of them in turn, come around and start talking and seeing her and going, hey, mom, it's good to see you. Are you okay? What do you have to say? It can happen in the blink of an eye when they finally get it. And so I agree wholeheartedly with Dr. Spencer in that if we want to see change in our lives, we've got to make the change within first. If I'm waking up angry and whatnot in the morning over who knows what that might be occurring, I'm going to stunt first and address that and ground it out because the last thing I want to feel is angry or unhappy or sad, or any of those variety of emotions. Because when I walk out of there feeling that way, people are going to pick up on it, and they're going to treat me that way, right? They're going to do things to make you angry, to make you sad. When we change within, things change without. We must give people something to elevate
3: 100% right on. That's a, that's a great story, and and how actually just being heard can transform lives, right? And that's what it, that's what it, that's what it means to love. Love is giving of yourself, understanding another person. And, and the only and the only time to abandon that situation and not show love is when there's physical abuse, right? Then it's time to leave.
0: Yeah. It's
3: just that contract is done. Right, you can show up, you can love people, you. But if, if as soon as it's abusive in any manner, it's time to go.
2: Well, physical that's and or, yeah,
3: yeah, it doesn't matter either way, right? If, if you, it, either way, it doesn't matter.
2: But why do you feel? I mean, because the sense is that I, I feel that you are saying that when someone's constantly berating you, or like, I think that's just as abusive. I mean, like, or saying like. I think it's abusive for someone to say, Well, it's all in your head. They don't ask a it, question. I think right. abusive. And it is. But here's the difference, honey.
4: When we claim our space, right, to me this is a matter of claiming our space. What they're saying now doesn't trigger us. It doesn't matter anymore. Yes, we need to listen to what they're saying and do our best to understand the point that they're making, but it no longer becomes an attack and it no longer holds power over us.
2: Oh yeah, the trigger is gone. But I'm still saying that
4: that you stand there with abuse and let them continually abuse you. That has to come to a stop.
3: Correct. There's certain people that you're just not gonna be you're not gonna be able to reach. Exactly, right? and okay. they are not there yet, right? So you just made that post. People can only meet you as deep as you meet yourself. So if exactly. people can't meet you there, if people cannot meet you there, it, it, it's just what it is. You're not. People are they're either ready, willing, able, and eager to change their life and heal. And if they're not, or they're not. Well, it's a waste of time. Walk away, because you can't exactly. meet them where where it needs to create healing. There's nothing you can do. Walk away. Pray exactly, for them.
4: Exactly. Because people are where Pray they are. And they they okay. It's, okay. it's okay. It's their journey.
0: Correct.
3: Yep. You can't make someone change. You can, otherwise, you're going to be beating your head against the wall, frustrating yourself and the other person. Absolutely.
4: And here we are Come back up. to control yeah. and judgment and how they're so very much tied to together one will sneak up and pop in out of the other one it's not our goal it's to want to society something. deals
3: with the problems they're taught to go work out their frustrations at the gym they're they're taught to do drugs go out with their friends socialize do drugs right they Don't do all it. these things yeah. in the name of emotional health of escaping the reality and putting the back of the subconscious mind and then it just runs a pattern. It creates illness in the body and their life where all that has to be done is, is opening your heart and, being, and, being, and, and actually expressing yourself, actually seeing others, because as you see others, others will see you.
0: Absolutely. So, it starts, it
3: starts, you. so that, that was handled absolutely perfectly with that woman that had been hurt so bad because you just acknowledge what had been done. And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I want to choose to have self-worth. That wasn't my fault. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the universe started bringing her, bringing her relationships back with her children. That's how it works. Absolutely. She chose she was worthy Absolutely. of the relationships and was going to feel honored and respected. So all of a sudden, now she's getting honor and respect back from her relationships.
4: Absolutely. Amen, brother.
0: <laughs> honor yeah. and know that
3: That's all I do all day long with people is help them understand the subconscious program that's there that's creating their life as the reflection of their mirror, because life is just your mirror. The other person is just your mirror.
4: Yep. It's It's so, when you figure it out, you know that that saying, kiss it, keep it simple, stupid? It really is simple, stupid. When you sit down and think about it, oh, that's all I have to do? I, I just have to change how I
0: feel?
3: Oh. It's the opposite. Most, have, most, people, most people decide to be reactionary and feel a certain way according to their actions or the, the world around them or how what's happening to them. Life happens to them. But the reality is life not
4: happens for, for them. Right. Right. What a great conversation. Good job. And good job, Jody, for being so brave to work through that with with Dr. Spencer in front of you. Online.
0: Everyone. I
4: commend you both.
2: <laughs> I worked that through online. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry, well, you all... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead.
4: Oh, I was just going to say, you all have a magnificent rest of your day.
2: You hey, too. yeah, and thank you for calling you. in and, and
4: sharing. You're welcome. It's just such a great just such a great story to tell and to watch. I it's hard to keep to
2: myself. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, so this uh, this woman I know, uh from Marietta, she she had shared this quote with me. I have it down on this piece of paper. She didn't know who the author was. It's uh Matt Kahn apparently. But, yeah, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So if they're not willing to play, if they're not willing to engage, they're not willing to look at themselves. If it's too painful for them at this point in time to look at themselves, what do you suggest, Dr. Stevens?
3: Why do you have to control the situation? There's nothing you can do. Do you want to choose to be there or not? Why does that person have to be on, the, on your path? It might be sad. It may not be what you want, but you realize in your heart that person's not meant to be on your path. How are you going to experience love to somebody who can't, who can't see themselves? You want love from someone who can't see themselves, right? They can't. How are they, how are they going to give it to you?
2: They can't. They haven't loved themselves first.
3: Correct. And so that's where it has to go. But too many people think I'm going to love myself as in self. I'm going to create self-care day, get my nails done, go work out, do a sauna, get my makeup and hair done. That's
2: toxic day.
3: That's correct. (laughs) That is not self-care day. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: So society has everything asked backwards and superficial.
2: Oh, all day.
3: Oh my God. It's crazy. So. If you want to have self-care, self-care is going in reflecting on the parts of you that feel hurt, that feel sad, that being honest with yourself and then deciding I want to choose different and then acknowledging that same thing in other people. Because as soon as you do that and you acknowledge it within yourself first and you heal from those wounds, you can give it to someone else. Someone who's just escaping reality and they go work out in the gym And they do other things. And I'm not saying don't go work out because it's a healthy lifestyle you need to. But I'm saying if you're escaping your reality and then you're searching for things outside of you to make you happy, how can you show up to be there for somebody else?
2: Okay. So I'm going to let you answer this question from Vieta because uh, Fagla wants to come upstairs. And so she wants to know. I'm going to let you carry the show for a minute or two about the best response when someone wants, likes to blame you for their unmet expectations. I'll be right Okay, great, right.
3: so the, somebody, somebody wants to blame me for the unmet expectations. First of all, just, just apologize, <laughs> whether you need to or not, right? Understand they're hurt, just apologize anyway, so they feel hurt. Once you apologize, it gets their guard down, gets them out of the reactive mind, and then ask them how they feel. And so then they bitch at you and complain and tell them they tell you how they feel and why they feel the way they feel. And then, you got, then you're on, on, on a page with them, right? And then you can get to the belief system underlying of why they actually feel that way. And you cannot get them on your level until you actually apologize and get them out of their reactive mind. You have to distract them. And one of the best ways to distract somebody that's in a reactive mind state is they're projecting on you. They're calling you names. They're whatever, you know, whatever. Just stand there in the fire and say, well, I don't know who hurt hurts you. Do you need a hug? I'm sorry that you're hurt. Do you need a hug? And it breaks the limit or that pattern that's going on. If you just ask somebody, you're really hurt. Can I, do you need a hug? A lot of times it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And, that's okay you've got to walk away, you know. But you, as you connect with others, as you connect with yourself, you'll be able to connect deeper with others. You have to be able to go back and forth from high vibration to low vibration to meet people where they're at. Mm. I don't care if you're a conscious being at 1,000 or at 700. Uh-oh. What happened? I, don't, I, I hit I hit a button I don't care if your conscious being your seven hundred a thousand whatever your consciousness level is you have to meet people where they're at, otherwise you will make no impact well, You can't, you can't you can't just say raise up to my level right you can't just say get up to my level because if you say get up to my level, they're not capable of going from a vibrational frequency of a hundred or two hundred to a thousand right they just can't do that there's it, it's an evolutionary cycle. You have to help them along the road, and love is going down to that level. helping them to experience with that understanding where they're at so that you can get them to where they need to be.
0: Yeah,
2: I think that in order to get people to where they need to be, you have, you have to, to find something right about them so they have psychological safety to keep
0: sharing.
3: They just need to be heard.
2: Well, they need to be heard, but if you're finding everything they say wrong... You're not going to get them to engage with
0: you.
3: Not necessarily. So let's say somebody comes in and they say, I feel like you're this, 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 this. Great. I'm sorry you feel that way. How, how can I solve this problem? How can I make you feel how you want to feel? I, well, I want to feel this way and this way and this way. Okay, great. Right. And then you get that. that, I mean, that's just what I do is I create the portal into it. Why they feel that way? Right. But that's the first step is acknowledging them, Mm -hmm. acknowledging exactly where they're at. And then think, great. How do you want to feel? And then maybe say, how can I make you feel that way? And either you will or you won't. But, you know, depends on what they ask you for. But. Great. You want to feel this way. How can I make you feel that way? And then just do your best to do that if you can
0: Okay, so ahead, But you got
3: to get to the Anyway, you got to get to the root of it. Both people have to be willing to meet themselves. If two people aren't doing the self-work, able to reflect, forget about it.
2: Well, and I think that's really when I struggle with other people. Yeah, they, they're they, not nobody, really...
3: nobody, nobody listens to each other. They all project on the other ones, say, you need to change this, you need to do this, right? Nobody really does the work and changes. So the problem is, is they say, you do this, you do that, and then they get arguments and they can never solve anything. Nobody honors the other person.
2: But I also think that, like, we can take things out of our field, but I still think that you still have to modify your behavior. Like, I think that sometimes people think it's the easy button. Like, you, like I'm not triggered, Any, you know, at this point in time. I do know that there's more that has to come out of my field that I'll work on after the show that has to come out. No doubt. I, I, I already see it. But the point is that if if people aren't willing to look at themselves or um, do all that work, I mean, it's kind of a... Nothing you can do. Yeah, it's a waste of time.
3: We are, yeah, we, we, are, we, we hit that nail on the head already, right? We already said it. They're not ready, willing, able, and eager. Just speak, say, okay, part ways. Not everybody's been on, been on your path. The right people come in your life, and the right people leave. So that's the universe gives people an opportunity, and if they choose not to take it, it's a choice. Let them go. Someone chooses to operate out of integrity. Let them go. You know, it's it's done. Karma contract done. Out. Move on. They're not on your residence. Move on. Right. You know what I mean? Love love them. Pray for them. And, and send
2: them love and light, yeah. Send them love and okay. light.
3: Do you love people but dislike their programming?
2: Yeah, and, and that's really true. You can love people and dislike their programming.
0: Right? right. Yep.
2: Um. Okay, so, Fagla, what is it that you wanted to say that you were squawking and had to come up here? So, we want to hear you. Come on up. Thank you. What is it that you wanted to say? Yes, I'll be
0: right back. Okay.
2: Well, she's just agreeing with you. She says um, she says people aren't hearing other people. They they want to be heard so badly. All they're doing is talking, talking, talking. She says, kind of like parrots. She says when you get a group of birds together in a group, all the birds talk at the same time because that's how how birds talk right? They're talking over each other. She says that you can't do that in a human relationship. One person has to pause and listen. And so she's saying, as long as people want to keep their mouth moving, they're never going to, you know, she says, you're never going to move the needle because everyone's dying to be heard. And what dies, she says, is the relationship. Yes. Anything else you want to say to that or not? No, she says that's it. Wiser than me. (laughs) She's so funny, mommy.
3: She's got got one incredible bird brain.
2: Right? So like like the whole thought form that bird brains are not like, you know, she's smarter than I am. I'm going to tell you now. She has a higher level of consciousness than me.
3: Okay, well, I guess ahead. I guess who's the I guess who's the one that has the bird brain, <laughs> right? I do. I'm just messing with
2: you. I know. Hey, I'm I'm cool. Sometimes I do have a bird brain. I'm just gonna tell you. So, I had posted earlier. What's your way of practicing self care? Please post in the thread. And uh, Chris said she uh, likes bathing. She says I look at, within and address all those unhealthy things sitting there. And every day there's something. When looking within to release and bring balance to, yeah, and you know you could add to that, that's wonderful. And what you could add to that is, what are all the things that you're doing right that are making your your life grow?
3: Self self care, besides the superficial things, mm-hmm. is is not just giving your body food so you look good. It's giving your body the nutrients that it needs to function properly, it's drinking the right amount of water, filtering your water. Those are self-care things. You know, it's human movement to allow the divine to work through the vessel and that's not for an egotistical looking a certain way. And, it is, and self-care is going into the mind and taking extreme personal accountability to the things that you're tracking in your life and why. And changing your thoughts and beliefs of, about yourself about others and the world around you because you have the power to influence not just your own life, but others. As you raise your consciousness level, you don't just impact yourself, you impact millions, I mean, hundreds of millions of of lives. But you stepping into a room can heal Mm -hmm. others.
2: Yeah, you know, there was a post done by a woman uh, the other day, yesterday, about how we're not always meant to heal. And I said to her, I said, that's, you know, I said.
3: No, it's it's just that they're they're not allowing it. Everyone is meant to heal. Everyone's on a spiritual journey. We're a human being, or we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So every single person here to ascend, it's just, are they choosing to connect to that or not?
2: Yeah, and that's what, I mean, I didn't say it as eloquently as you. I just said it's a choice. You know, you can, yeah. choose to heal. you can choose to be yeah. a, or a normie or choose
3: to live, or live, live the righteous spiritual path. What path do you want to choose? Yeah. Right? Let them be a normie. That's okay. Just keep reincarnating. You know, that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish you the best. Right? But I don't want to be a normie.
0: No.
2: So I just want to uh, thank everybody for participating. Thank you, Doctor Stephen, for joining the show again. We really value everyone. I know everyone just really. Uh, values um your 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 wisdom you know yes, your insight so. and your ability to access uh, a higher consciousness so thank you for that um if anybody wants to uh <laughs> stopping uh get in touch with Dr. Stevens um I think I have I don't know if I put it in the comment or I put it in the comments. So let me go up there. Um,
3: I am, I'm Yokes Buddha on Instagram and on TikTok. I have a YouTube, Dr. Steve Spencer. My website is protouchrehab.com. And I'll just, and my phone number, if anybody wanted to call the office, is 847-372-8874.
2: Thank you. That was just so much easier. (laughs) And I found it. (laughs) There you go. See, I just want to make sure your throat chakra wasn't blocked. That's all. (laughs) Thanks. There you go. Okay. All
0: right.
2: So um, we will end the show. Thank you so much. And um, next week we'll have Michelle Frode, the rock star coach. And uh, we will be doing intuitive reading. So uh, we look forward to having you all back. And uh, God bless. All right. So right. um, have a great day, everybody. Yeah. And um, we're just trying to end these episodes.